Welcome to We the People, talking all things politics from a patriotic, no-nonsense point of view. Hey everybody, today on We the People, we'll be discussing the back half of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial and what we know and still do not know from that trial. The people, the children, the families, everyone involved deserves justice, but the evil people, they deserve a very special kind of justice. The evil people that were involved with the trafficking of these kids who preyed upon innocent children, they deserve justice to be brought down upon them in a very very serious way. The wrath of God is what they deserve big time. As always, on this show, we are tackling leftist talking points, providing you with factual conservative ideas, and bringing you the arsenal of information you need to win America's culture war. We have the power, you and I, the people, have the power to stop this tyranny, but only if we stand united as one powerful voice and people. We can do this together. If you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet, you can do so today. We're on every major platform, including Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And if you like this show, please tell your family, your friends, your neighbors, everyone you know to subscribe to this podcast. I cannot thank you enough for your listenership, your subscriptions to the show, and when you support us and our organization. You guys make what we do possible. I really mean that. We cannot do this alone. We need to stand together in our fight to save America. As always, if you're in a position to give and would like to support this podcast, you can do so today at theunitedstatespatriotsociety.com slash contribute. That's theunitedstatespatriotsociety.com slash contribute. I cannot thank you enough for when you do that. I truly, truly appreciate it, and all of us do here at the United States Patriots Society. Tomorrow, cool things coming. We'll be meeting with the former governor of Maryland, Bob Ehrlich, and his wife, Kendall Ehrlich, who was President Trump's lead for DOJ efforts to monitor apprehend and track sex traffickers kind of plays along with uh, what we have going on in this week's episode we're looking forward to joining them for the Christmas event and dinner thanks to the Naples Florida Republican Club I cannot wait to share some of that information from our meeting with you all great episode of we the people on this way guys so stick around and let's get after it Everybody, welcome back. It's good to have you back another week. Here we go, talking about Jizz Lane Maxwell. Evil, evil lady. Epstein's pimp mistress, her trial. What do we know? What don't we know? My opinion, we basically know nothing. Not anything more than what we really knew before. I mean, maybe a couple things here and there, but I mean, no question. Definitely more information that we do not know than what we actually do know. And that is a serious problem, unless you're one of them. Oh, interesting. It's almost like it worked out that way on purpose. However, it shouldn't really come as much as a surprise. Like I said, probably on purpose, considering the whole trial was rigged. It, it totally stinks. And in my opinion, if it were to take the smell test, it would flunk horribly. As we discussed in a previous episode a couple weeks ago, the entire trial is basically staged. It's rigged. The federal judge presiding over the case, Allison Nathan, is an Obama appointee and an ex-Obama White House special assistant. What does that tell you? 
and the lead prosecuting attorney, Maureen Comey, that last name should sound very eerily familiar for conservatives across this nation, Comey, that's James Comey's daughter. Yes, that's the same James Comey that was the former FBI director, the former U.S. Attorney General, and the same guy that helped politicize the FBI to spy on President Trump's 2016 campaign to frame General Michael Flynn and President Trump. Remember, that's what Trump would get up there and say, oh, it was Russia, Russia, Russia. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And this is his daughter, the lead prosecuting attorney in this very, very important case. I wonder if her dad... I'm not going to, you know, make an assumption here or anything, but I wonder if her dad or people her dad is friends with, if they were not on uh, Epstein's plane or the evil Epstein Island. Uh, interesting question. Maybe we'll look into that. Um, so, yeah, the trial. Pretty jacked up, in my opinion, and certainly not in favor of we the people or the victims. But... Like I said, there are a few things that we'll note that we do know that, you know, we're kind of brought to light a little bit, but like I said, not nearly enough. And that is just last week, the final accuser, there were four accusers total against Maxwell and Epstein. She had taken the stand to discuss her interactions with the two. Her name is Annie Farmer. She's the fourth victim and the only victim to use her real name at the trial and has always been very outspoken about her abuse. God bless her for that. Uh, she deserves to be commended. And I, I, I really feel so, so bad for them and anybody else who's involved because I know there's definitely more and anybody who's been a victim of sex trafficking and, uh, you know, especially too than child sex trafficking, innocent kids. Uh, but upon taking the stand last Friday, she told the court that she was just 16 years old when she visited Epstein and Maxwell at their New Mexico ranch in 1996. And at the time, Annie's older sister, Maria, had also worked for Epstein, and that was in New York. So upon Annie's first encounter at the ranch, she had told the court that she was brought to a massage room, which if you know a little bit about those cases, uh, that was pretty much routine for Ghislaine Maxwell. And that's really, I guess, where it all started was they'd recruit these girls to bring them over and saying that they would massage and basically service Epstein around the home, but mainly like in this massage parlor where things quickly changed from just being about a massage into other things like we're going to hear about right now from Annie Farmer's take. And in the room, she was instructed by Ghislaine to undress and then to lie down on the table for her massage. She was actually going to get a massage this time. And after she had changed, Maxwell had then entered the room and started in. So Maxwell was giving her the massage. And during the rubdown, Annie had recalled that Ghislaine pulled the sheets off of her body and began to fondle Annie's breasts, to which she recalls Ghislaine telling her that she, quote, had a great body for Mr. Epstein and his friends, end quote. So obviously, just right there, right off the bat, a major red flag, clearly not just about being a masseuse and a service person, whatever you want to call what they were doing there around the house, clearly not about that, and obviously about something else. So the abuse continued, and next it was from Jeffrey Epstein. 
And later on during that New Mexico trip is when Epstein had snuck into Annie's guest room where she was sleeping and decided to crawl into bed with her. It's disgusting. On the stand, she recalled the events stating, quote, suddenly Epstein kind of opened my door, bounding into the room in a playful way, saying that he wanted to cuddle. He then crawled into my bed and pressed his body into me, end quote. Wow. I mean, that's hard to even imagine. And luckily for Annie, she quickly had excused herself to go use the restroom in hopes to get away from Epstein, who at the time, he was twice her age. It's absolutely insane. It's hard hard to imagine. And I, I just can't imagine that the horror for such a young person, or really anyone for that matter, but especially a young person. And it was just a month after the encounter. that So obviously, it's something like that. This is going to show you how evil somebody like this is. And they, just a month after this had happened, both Epstein and Maxwell had then, according to civil filings, they had sexually assaulted her older sister, Maria, at the home of Les Wexner, who was the former Victoria's secret CEO. That's just one story in one family. Like I said, it's just one example of really how evil these people are. And it just doesn't register with them that like, okay, what I was doing was wrong. Because I, I don't know if it's a thing that they know it's wrong and they don't care, or they just have no idea that it's wrong. I, I'm i pretty sure they just know it's wrong and they just don't care. It's, I mean, I guess they feel like they're above the law and that's what they're into. There's this weird twisted people and a lot of them come to find out are tied in with a lot of satanism so that i might play into it too um so yeah from the trial we we heard from these victims we we heard from annie but as we all can imagine there are so many more children involved just that were involved with that probably some that are continue to still be involved with that child sex trafficking ring because just because epstein didn't hang himself that doesn't mean that the abuse just stopped there as you can imagine there were probably many many more families many more children involved and there are you know just not in this case but really across the entire world and the thing that really bothers me is just looking at this case in particular is coming to this point now in this trial i really don't feel left with much to go on certainly not much more than we had before i can imagine you guys probably feel the same way but it, it really seems like we're just not going to see the justice for these families and for all the other families that we don't even know about yet who had kids that were abused by epstein and maxwell and i just don't think we're going to see that the justice for them and that's ridiculous i, I cannot believe that it shows you something about society and adding to that, we know from Epstein's former pilot, Larry Vysotsky, who had testified last week, that he often flew many high-profile individuals aboard Epstein's plane, the Lilota Express. And among these were celebrities. And just to name a few, there were people like Kevin Spacey, Chris Tucker, Prince Andrew, and Bill Clinton. And from some things we've seen online from various other sources, this list of names is extremely extensive, with many other big-name individuals taking rides on the airplane. And, you know, none of that is necessarily guaranteed information though and because i mean we see so many different things on the internet from so many different sources but that's another thing that really has me irritated with this trial in the current state of our union is i guess just this whole idea that 
there's the information out there you just you don't know which way is up anymore you you don't know who to believe you you don't know who's right who's wrong who's for us who's against us and there's so much censorship everything's suppressed and honestly right now you're probably good to just go with the side of that okay if it's being suppressed and it's being censored heavily you, that's probably truthful. I mean, obviously still look into it, but I mean, that's a pretty good play nowadays. Uh, looking at, I mean, the mainstream media is corrupted. All of big tech is, and there's just only really a few good information sources out there now. But that has me irritated with this trial and the current state of the union is that it's just, where is this list of names? It just seems like now information that we should know just disappears. And Epstein was friends with Bill Clinton. I'm gonna pick on Bill Clinton here a little bit just as an example because he's gotten himself in some hot water before. I think him and his wife are very evil people, just like Epstein. But we know that they were friends and visited one another in and out of politics many, many times. In fact, we now know that Epstein visited the Clinton White House 17 different times. In some cases, it was more than twice a day. I believe that happened three different times. And Ghislaine had attended Bill and Hillary's daughter Chelsea's wedding in 2010, and Bill was a frequent flyer on Epstein's airplane, where he was photographed with one of Epstein's eventual rape accusers in 2002, and he was also a visitor of the infamous Epstein Island. So, question, will Bill Clinton be held accountable if he did things to children on those planes, on the island, you name it? Will Bill Clinton be held accountable? He denied having any knowledge of Epstein's sex allegations, but Bill has denied a lot of interesting things in his past regarding this. So I, I don't trust a thing that he says. You do you. But I don't think any of us trust that guy. I'm certainly not him denying anything about sexual allegations. Um, but my fear for those families, for all the families involved, and for all of us, is that the truth will never come out. It'll be buried deep, covered up, and you and I will be left bombarded with so much information that it will become a distant memory for most people. And that's not okay for many, many reasons. I truly believe that if all people involved in this, and I don't care who they are, but if every single person involved in this who abused these children is not held massively accountable for this, then there is no longer a real fair justice system in this country anymore. And there's certainly not an honest and accurate one. There would then be two, one for the elitists and one for you and I, two justice systems. And I have to ask how many pedophiles, molesters, rapists, and sex offenders are, you know, in our socioeconomic and sociopolitical level, how, how many go to prison? I mean, a lot, I don't know the exact number, but it's a lot and, and it should be that way when you do something like that. So if it's the same crime, shouldn't it be the same time? And it shouldn't be a debate or an argument, but to the far out radical left, it is. And you know the old saying, if you do the crime, you do the time. Very simple. Well, I, I guess not for high profile Democrats and world elitist, Hollywood elitist, you name it. I guess they, they don't have to play by the rules and they don't with the mask either. And you know, the other things with the COVID and the lockdowns. Um, so I, I guess it would appear that the more and more we look into everything, the more and more we realize that the entire system has been rigged against us and that it's corrupt. It's corrupted and it has been for a while. Just look at Joe Biden for an example. Obvious quid pro quo in Ukraine. 
You said if you don't fire the special prosecutor, you're not getting the billion dollars. And son of a bitch, he was fired, right? Remember that. And then was the other one in Afghanistan where he, he told them, we'll lie about the situation on the ground and we'll make sure that, you know, you get the you get the military support or what, whatever. But it was another obvious quid pro quo, Ukraine, Afghanistan, that Ukraine one was on video for God's sake, and, and, and zero accountability. Yet President Trump was impeached for a congratulatory phone call. It, I mean, wow, interesting how that works, isn't it? And in another case, how about Hunter Biden and the laptop from hell? Pictures of it, of pictures of his own niece naked on his laptop. That is child pornography. Pictures of other underage girls on his laptop. That's child pornography. Not to mention this is absolutely horrifying, disgusting, and twisted and evil. But and it's also illegal. And so are his crackhead habits. But nonetheless, he's Joe Biden's son. He's the head of foreign energy companies who like to send his daddy 10% of their profits, right? 10% for the big guy. And honestly, now he it looks like he's the left's Leonardo da Vinci, we'll call him that. He's the left's Leonardo da Vinci with his Chinese bought paintings. And he's also, unfortunately, a frequent visitor and accepted resident of the People's House. That's right, the White House. So, again, equal justice under law. Not anymore, folks. Not anymore. It just doesn't seem like it is anymore. But I pray that the families and the children affected by everyone involved in the Epstein-Maxwell case and across the world who are victims of child sex trafficking, but in particular this time, the Epstein-Maxwell case, I pray that they receive the justice that they deserve. And to those that harmed those children, I hope God strikes you down. I'm Skylar Dunsing with the United States Patriot Society as always. I thank you for listening. And if you liked our message this week, please share this show with your family, your friends, and tell them to subscribe to our podcast. Thank you for your support. God bless. We'll see you next week. And always remember, it's we the people.